Warning, this podcast contains content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anyone really. Run while you still can, we're the hapless heroes. I uh, rolled a shoot him with a trank dart. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have the damn Welcome back to another episode of Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco, your host and DM for this evening. To my left, we have James playing Hoblet. We have Mike playing Quinn. Uh, just waiting for him to wake up at this point. We have Dave playing Zero. He can take his time. And we have Zach playing Paradil. I'm going to take a nap myself. <laughs> so last time on the show, there was a bit of reconnaissance. After a uh, very tense meeting with Captain Kip, a.k.a. the Nighthawk, where our dear friend Joe, (laughs) I'm sorry, our dear friend Ezra pieced the hell out because he did not want to draw the ire of his lover, we assume. Was his his attempt His attempt, his attempt lover. Have they had coitus yet? Uh, You don't know that. Okay. We don't want to know either. He's a private person. He doesn't. He doesn't kiss and tell. He doesn't divulge that information. Um, So you guys decided, well, and by decided, I mean you were kind of corralled into fulfilling the wishes of Captain Kip and trying to kill the Baron because she kind of offered you either that or die. But at least she sweetened the deal by saying that you would also, you know, earn the favor of the queen herself uh, by completing this task. So you guys scoped out um according to the intel from the nighthawk uh the sort of rear like loading entrance for the baron's keep paradil and quinn you know went invisible and kind of scoped it out you know they saw that there was a you know a a guard change and you know maybe just a few guys standing guard there was some you know armor racks and break rooms and there was like a lift that had to be operated to actually bring you up into the baron's keep and you shared the information with the party and um, this Zero decided to use the book he purchased at Hondo Solistic Herbs to produce a tranquilizing poison that uh, we're not entirely sure how well it's going to work, but it worked well enough to put Hoblet to sleep. So we're going to open our adventure in Hondo Solistic Herbs with Hoblet passed out face down on the floor of the shop. And they're getting ready to close, and you'll see one of the guys just kind of walk up and be like, can you, can you guys just not... look i mean we're closing up now like and could you just just take them out the back and just i don't want to see you here for the rest of the night honestly this isn't a first and we collect our hoblet and just drag him out the back yeah yeah not a first how much does he weigh i don't know how much does the potential of the two of us helping in any way is probably pretty slim yeah 
I feel like a gigantic robot should be able to handle this, as I'm absolutely certain somehow at some point, undocumented, we've had to haul his ass out of places About before. 220? Yeah. About 220. Okay. So... It Unless, takes a bit of an effort, but you guys, I, you guys are able. The, the three yeah. of you, you're able to haul them out. Also, internally, I'm sort of doing like the how how big of a dude will this this trank trank juice take down kind yeah. of math. But you'll notice after about ten minutes, Hoblet regains consciousness. Damn it! Okay, well, oh. ten minutes more time. <laughs> yeah. How did it work, boys? Okay. Boys, okay. Boys, we've all become men at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you're a robot. <laughs> a B C B B D. Yes, it's been that long that you've been out. Met up with the blue fairy man. Hubble, I'll let you roll insight to see if you can see if you can tell if he's lying or not. Nineteen. He's fucking with you, and you know it. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you better the day you crushed me <laughs> better people have called me worse things <laughs> um so it's nighttime uh the same night of the same night that you guys performed your recon mission it's now i would say a little just a, just a little bit past 9 p.m what's the plan now well let's get a room rest? let's get a room and formulate a, a good yeah. plan yeah all right you guys going back to patty's place the little local inn nearby yeah, yeah. And um, again, room and board, negligible, don't really care. And you spend the night peacefully. So you awake in the morning, and uh, as you guys make your way down the stairs and back into the um, sort of the main like lobby of the, of the inn, um, Boris is actually there waiting with it for you guys. And she says, uh, So what's the plan, fellas? All right, here's the deal, Boris. We went uh, on a little recon mission last night. Well, Wait, are we? Yeah, no, it's tonight. It's later that same night. No, like, it's, we just no, it's the morning now. So, oh, it's morning so, now. Yeah. Okay, I I was thinking a different nine than you were. No, my yeah. bad. First of all, you rested. It's the morning now. Yeah. Should we be just having this conversation out in the open here, or? I'll say you're in like a quiet corner. Okay, we're in a quiet corner. All For right. expediency's sake. So Paradell explains like the goings on. Sure, yeah, you we give went. her the lowdown. We right. give her a lowdown of the guard situation, what we saw during the changeover, what the interior layout up to the lift looks like, and we ask her, you know, do you have any advice? She says, um, "Well, I might be able to help you knock a couple of the guys out up front if you got that tranquilizer." Okay, so she's. She's. I want to help my friend. Okay. You're yeah. gonna help the knife. Yeah. I'm I, all I can, about it. Um, let's say uh, spare her two of the remaining five shares of the uh, trank. She's a good shot. Like, well, how do you plan on doing it? You don't worry about it. All right. Think uh, two applications will do. Well, if there's only two out front. That's all I'm gonna need. All right. Sounds perfect. Damn. Okay. Uh, she's like, well, uh, you got some time to kill? I'll meet you, uh, let's say, around back around 7.30. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Um, time passes. No. Time passes. <laughs> we all wish upon a star. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, evening begins to 
arrive. You guys make your way sort of around the back, I'm assuming. And Boris is there waiting. You can see that she's like painted like camouflage on her face. And like she's like she looks like no longer like this raggedy twelve year old girl, but like literally like a twelve year old commando. Do you have any more of that cool face paint? <laughs> oh God! <sighs> Where did you find this guy? <laughs> I found them. <laughs> oh boy! They found me naked in a cage. Don't I, ask. It's just... <laughs> it's amazing no you guys are still alive. You know that? <laughs> well, technically I'm not. Okay. Shrug. <laughs> Another half an hour has passed. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, you see that there's, there doesn't appear to be any deliveries coming in, from what you can tell tonight. Okay. Um... But you see a couple guys start making their way um, from the other side, you know, to help to start relieving the the two guys. You know, you see them like they're you know they're wearing just like normal clothes. You know, they kind of give them like a tip of the hat. Um, they're wearing leather armor, and or the guys who are at the the guys who are actually on guard still right now, and you know they're like, yeah, hurry up, we you know I gotta make dinner for the kids, and. Um, these guys go in. Yeah, these guys go in, and you know, a f- few minutes pass, and you see them kind of exit, you know, with, um, you know, kind of decked out in their armor, and these guys say, "Okay, good," you know. So they go in, and they they assumingly probably start disrobing. Um, you think you probably have a couple minutes now? Boris is like, we should probably wait for them to to take off, though. So a few more minutes pass, and the guys leave, and they start heading your direction. Um, there are some bushes you might be able to hide in. I would suggest everybody makes, again, some nominal stealth checks. Hoblet, I will allow you to make it without disadvantage because you're not moving. You're just hiding. Okay. So these, so let me get the rolls. What do you got, Hoblet? I haven't rolled yet. I'm okay, scared. go for it. Not terrible. Ten. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's why anytime you Quinn? a stealth check. Oh, 23. Okay. Zero. <laughs> Thirteen. And Peridil. Six. Oh. oh. At least it wasn't Hoblet. So as these guys it doesn't are... doesn't matter. Now, you guys are still about, I would <laughs> to me say... It does. I would say you're still about 80 feet away from where the actual guards are. These guys are, you know, coming back and just in plain commoner's clothes. But as they're passing by, Peridol sneezes. Goddamn my allergies. And the two guys look over into the bushes. And you see, before you guys even have a chance to act, Boris the Butcher leaps out of the bushes and slits both of their throats. Holy shit. Shit. In one fell swoop? Yes. Holy goddamn. All right. Butcher indeed. And she they said, don't call her the butcher and, for and, nothing. And she says, you guys are going to have to pay for that. That man had a family, you know. But this mission is too important. Okay. Let's jump here. She didn't have to fucking kill him. She did, because you sneezed. You, you had to sneeze. God damn. You have a little itch. Anyway. I have hay fever. 
Well, their blood is on your sinuses. Start your consumption. <laughs> I mean, I mean, technically speaking, I had a way of getting them away from us, but and and she looks at you guys and she's like, was someone gonna drag him into the bushes? All right, I got I got yep. one of them. I'll grab leg. the other one. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the bodies are hidden. And um, the uniforms, the way they're not wearing their They're uniforms. just wearing plain yeah, clothes. They're wearing appropriate clothes. Yeah. Nothing in their pockets. Unuseful. Um, you find two gold pieces. Bitchin'. All right, we're not going to loot the dead. Hoblet right. just did. Hoblet <laughs> just looted the dead. Well, I mean, what are they going to use it for? All right. right. The next guy here is going to take it. Boris just, was just very effective in guilting me about this shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. After pausing for a few moments and sort of wiping the blood off of herself and readjusting her camouflage makeup, Boris, you see her pull out two hand crossbows, load a poisoned bolt into each one, and absolutely nail these two dudes. Um, Standing guard at the door. Standing guard at the door, and they just slump down unconscious. Okay. We literally have ten minutes before they wake back up. Right, but all we have to do is get in, get uniforms, get invisible, and get up. Yeah, and they are out of line of sight of like the yeah, inside, so you can't about. really tell. Yeah, but that will be well in by She's, then. She says, yeah. "Are you gonna just stand around here and talk? Or are you gonna no. get the no, let's moving? go? Let's okay, go. Let's drag go. them into the bushes. Of take their uniforms run. off. Quinn gets in one. Zero gets in the other. Right? Yep. Sure. All right. You guys are wearing okay, yeah, uniforms, yeah. and then right. you're making us. You're effectively wearing studded leather armor. The butcher. Uh, can we put the butcher in um, She's give her not, a job? You're, yeah, I'll stay right here. Yeah, like have them tied up or something? Sure. Yeah, tied up. If that's what you have to uh, tell yourself, that like keep sleep them, better at keep night. Keep them at bay. In Get some moving, way. but when they right. wake up, I'm not going to be here. Okay. There we go. Uh, All right. So then uh, I touch. Am I touching Paradol and Hoblet? Hoblet. They're now invisible. Okay, stealth checks from Paradil and Hoblet, please. Damn it. Hoblet, you're doing it at disadvantage, unfortunately, because you are wearing splint mail. Womp womp. Five. <laughs> Paradil? Seven. Okay. So you guys bumble your way in. Um, there's nobody in this hallway directly, but as you're walking by the, um, the break room, you know, Hoblet's armor, he can't really do much to help it from clinking. But they look over and just assume that it's the clinking of the armor that these two disguise, your disguises are making, essentially. Because there are two guards walking back. They kind of like give you a little salute or whatever, just like, you know, but um, they don't really seem to pay you much more mind. Even though he's invisible, Hoblet turns toward them and grabs his crotch just because he can, and it's funny. Yeah, they can't see you, so. Um, I just wanted everyone to know what he was doing. Where, he turns towards them, crotch grab. Where are you going walking. now? To the lift. We are going the to the lift. Sure. And the guy manning the crank, it's a different guy than yesterday, uh, says, what's going on, fellas? We have uh, discovered something that we would like to show the Baron. Okay, what do you got? He pulls out his notepad. Okay, so I press to digitize a small trinket in my hand. 
Okay. Uh, that has a you know a pretty intensely like goldish glow. Can you create a trinket with precipitation? Uh, I can create a non-magical trinket or an illusory image that can fit in my hand that lasts up until the end of my next turn. Okay. And what does it look like? So it's just like a, like a trinket with like kind of a, a symbol, maybe, yeah, with some sort of bird or wing on it. Okay. Uh, give me a persuasion check, please. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Gotta be Welcome home. Me. You've got to be fucking. Um, is the that worst a... part of my world right now is that persuasion is literally my best skill. Is that a nat one? It is a natural one. So this guy looks at you and he's like, "You want to show the Baron a coin?" I mean, dude. It's not even funny. Like, I mean, you guys, like, who who are you anyway? I don't recognize you. I uh, rolled a shoot him with a trank dart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're, you're Yo, next That's why we have the damn thing. <laughs> what was the uh, attack roll on that? Let's see. And that's oh, going to be with a hand God. crossbow, so that's a 21. Yeah, that hits him, and he's out cold. But now we're in Slumps the same. Down. And hold on. <laughs> hold on. Sorry, guys. Wait a minute. I really thought I had that. Oh, God. Hey, there, uh, there, there does not appear to be any reaction from the other room. Yeah, I just okay. rolled. Can, can one of us go get Boris to do the lift? She's gone. She said she wasn't going to be there when they woke up. She's gone already. Well, you know, I mean, I don't think she wants to come into the situation. She's gonna tie them up, but she she's not to gonna be stuff. there when they she wake up. She made it damn clear she wasn't. Well, going we're inside. aft right now, boys. We're aft in our A's. Okay, so b- this is best case scenario. Somebody invisible stays back because they're not gonna know you're there. I'd say best case scenario. We've been made by the guy that's about to wake up in ten minutes. I mean. So you guys, yeah, the guy okay. who's operating the lift is he's out cold for right. the next 10 minutes. So Quinn turns Presumably. to the rest of the group. Uh, the assumption being that there's got to be some sort of lever at the top, right, guys? Maybe. Okay. So I would say that one of us, Invisible, stays back for now, cranks the rest of us up. And then one of us that has a guard's uniform cranks the lift back down and brings you back up. Or... There is no crank at the top, and we have to leave you down there, but that's the but best we could do anyway. Right. But you're going to have to kill. Uh, you're, you're dead. Hobbit, you're staying back. <laughs> well, my thought... We not, can't talk about this any longer. Someone's going to come, and we're going to be talking. Okay. The, my, my two cents is if we get to the top and we get into a shit show... Do you have a better plan? No. Go ahead, I'll crank. <laughs> Hoblet's gonna stay down and cranks the lift up. I mean, cranks everybody. Hold, no, it's can, we're going. You can hold your own yeah. if you're caught down there. Right. We're going. Three of us get into yep. the lift. Hoblet cranks. Hoblet cranks the lift. Sends the three of them up. Okay, so you guys arrive. We don't know what we're about to arrive into though. At the right. That's my. Now you. It takes a good couple minutes for you guys <laughs> to get up to the top. Sure. About two minutes, and. When you reach the top, you enter into what appears to be just like a just like a small loading area. There's a couple of shelves in here. Um, nothing really on them, though. Uh, nobody in the room. Uh, but there is a there is a closed door in this room right ahead of you. 
get Hoblet. Yep. All right. So I start cranking the lift back down. Did I say that there was a lever up here? Damn it. Is there a lever up here? Yes. I hate you. <laughs> I start cranking the lift back down as maybe one of the two of you checks out the door. Yeah. Uh, I'll go check on the door. It takes two minutes for it to get back down. Sure. And then two minutes to get Hoblet up. So that's been a total of six minutes. You have four minutes till guard at the bottom with the crank starts. Well, the other uh, two are probably already wake waking up. up at this point anyway. So we, we, we're you, almost been had at this point. Well, not necessarily because you two are wearing guard uniforms and we're invisible. Right. So like when the panic arises, just act like a guard. Well, right. But we've still, still like, had the guard at the bottom saw us. So we've just got to be, we've got to make quick work at this point. So I'm cranking him back yeah, up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you guys found yeah. out anything about the door? Um, I'm going to go. Well, he's the, cranking. Yeah. I'm going to go take a look at the door. Investigation check on the door. The door was the only thing we saw. Yeah, and some empty shelves. All right, and that's an eight for investigation on the it door. It looks like a standard wooden and iron wrought door with a pull ring. I Fantastic. ask Zero, is it, a, is it locked? Is it a locked door? There's not even a keyhole on this thing. It doesn't look like. So there's just a handle. It's just a handle. Okay. All right. I hang, continue to hang out by the door in case I need to buy a moment um, if someone decides to barge in on us. Okay. So Hoblet makes it to the top, still invisible. Yes. You have four minutes till uh, guard at the crank is awake. Ooh. 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 What you got? Jam it. Yes. Yep. Because I totally read your mind. 20 minutes. They can't get up there. If the they can't get up, up there, there, they got to run all the way around to the front, right? Okay. So that's, so, so that's 20. And it's going to take them 25 minutes. 25 minutes. We don't want to necessarily break the lever. No, but we want to we tie we it up. Jam or, it. Does anyone have any rope? Well, we all have rope. Yeah. I know. He was just laughing. We all also have yeah. dark vision. Just like yeah, is it too dark in here? Yeah. We've turned all the lights off. If there I, were lights on, <laughs> we've turned okay. them off. So I, I imagine that the uh, front of the lift has like a grate on it or something like that. Yes. Okay. Or would it be easier to tie the the tie tie the crank? Is to it the a grate. crank? It's a crank. Okay. It's like oh, a little like it's like, like a little wheel with like a little handle on it that you can like you know yeah. crank it. Yeah yeah. 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 Tie the handle to the grate. Okay. Um. Yeah, you do that successfully. Disabling I, the lift. There's really no role to make um, for it. I mean, like, there's no n- not tying role. Yeah. Isn't there? I'm gonna just be nice to okay, you guys, right. and for the sake of okay, again sure. expediency. <laughs> Thank you, oh, oh kind oh. DM. Rule of cool. You had a good idea, so it just happens. Cool. Rule of cool. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, we need to get a move on. So I guess I turn to zero because we're the ones that are. The we have to make the action at this point. Yeah. So do we want to just like open the door and see what's on the other side? Yes. And we have we'll the open the door confidently and walk through the door. Yeah. And... Okay. Yeah. The door opens into a hallway that goes left and right. Woo-hoo. So it's a T. <laughs> yep. It go, Yeah. You're looking like you open the you open the door and you're looking straight at a wall. Okay. And to your left, it looks like the hallway goes out about. 20 feet and turns to the right and to your right the hallway goes about 30 feet and there are stairs leading up up up, up. there are um two doors before the stairs 
and there is one door to your left on the left side before the bend. Do we recognize any of this from the last time we paid no. a visit to the Baron? You don't recognize this part of the house at all. Okay. So there's a door. To, so as we're heading to the right, there's there's, now... uh, there's a door on either side of the staircase, maybe about 10 feet before the stairs. Do we want to go into any of the doors? We can't look like we're just like re- yeah. recklessly we, going into no, places. No, we can't. If we're going into a place, it has to look like we have a purpose doing it. No, so let's just go up the stairs. I'd say go up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. We go up the stairs. Up the stairs we go. I'd say they're smart enough, too, that you two are walking like... Yeah. They're walking next to each other. We're walking invisibly behind them so that they look like a guard pair as they're walking Absolutely. Um, You guys are walking up, and the stairs kind of go up about 20 feet. They reach a platform that then curves back around 180 degrees and then goes up another 20 feet and into another hallway. 180 degrees right, 180 degrees yep. left. To your left, you can see that there are just archways that lead to an outer, like, like almost like a, like a covered and sealed up like, um, like balcony, but the balcony itself is like uh, enclosed in glass. You know, there are some hanging gardens in here. It's just sort of like a, you know, very lavish, nice thing. There's a, a gardener trimming some of the, the the bushes and things in here, just sort of keeping it up on the place. And there appears to be a two-guard patrol about... Did I, did I tell you how long this hallway was? Okay, good. Yeah, so down... And then this hallway goes about um, 50 feet and... About 40 feet away, there's a two-guard patrol um, walking away from you guys, about to hit a bend that goes to the right. And there That's are... That's all to the left? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to your... You're, 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 you're looking down, because you went to the end of the hallway when yeah. you exited. You know, you're like at okay. the end, at the edge of this thing. On the right side, before the curve off to the right, there are three doors, e- equally spaced apart. All closed. I hate we're walking blind at this point. Yeah. Um, There's two guards walking towards us. Fuck. Walking away from from us. So, okay, so we get to the top of the stairs. We see two guards. You're looking down a 50 foot hallway. Sure. About 40 feet away, two guards are walking away from us. Yep. About to round the corner to the right. Three doors equidistant from each other are are on the right side of the hallway. That is correct. Okay, so. The gardener is in the garden, right? Yes. Okay. Are they past the third door? Yes. I've got an idea. So the gardener. The gardener, would we be in a spot where if I said something to them, these guards wouldn't hear us? If you're whispering, I don't think they okay. hear you. So my my thought is, that's not a whisper. We're here to kill the Baron, right? Like that's the game. That's I haven't forgotten. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why that's the question. But okay. Yeah. So what if we went and tried to? We know that. The Baron's right-hand man is Rex. So what if we said, you know, what if we started asking people, hey, Rex is looking for the Baron. Have you seen him? To try to find out and have a bit more pointed, like, oh, he takes his tea now. Go here. That's actually a lot better of an idea than I think we've had. That's not a terrible idea. I I just feel like as guards, we... Like, why would we be asking other guards that information? You're new. I don't know. Right. We're new. Right. That And it's not an unreasonable question to ask. They round the corner. would be sent as gophers. Sure. Right. Okay. Uh, we're wasting time. Um, all right. 
if everyone's in agreement. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. So we're asking the gardener. Well, let's yeah. head that way anyway. And what's the worst case uh, scenario? Right. So we're on a mission to find the Baron for Rex. Yes. Yes, if anyone's asking, that's what we're doing. Yep. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. Sure. Uh, so you walk up to the gardener and ask him. Yeah, he's this kindly, you know, maybe middle-aged gentleman, um, very tan skin, kind of salt and pepper, black hair. And, uh, you know, he's just trimming some of the bushes. I'm picturing like George Clooney in a real bad movie. Not as handsome. Okay. <laughs> Not to mention, how many bad movies has George Clooney been in? I don't know. Uh, Batman and Robin? Did I already succeed? What the fuck is that movie? <laughs> I guess. So what you're telling me is the gardener looks like Batman. <laughs> oh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> if that's how you want to picture him, go How many for movies it. has he How uh, shitty movies has he been in? Well, I can name one already. Well, there we go. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so, so he says... What do you say? Oh, sorry. Him? So I thought it was just assumed that we were asking the question. All right. Um, uh, Have you seen the Baron? I've, <laughs> but yeah, but mm, I'm trying to sound like a guard. Uh, <laughs> you there. Have you seen the Baron? I'm just a gardener. He says to you in Elvish. Hmm. Fair enough. Carry on. Like, I don't know. You don't understand Elvish. Well, I do. Hoblet. Oh. Yeah, you don't understand that. And you're also I'm, invisible. But I'm also, I don't necessarily want to, I don't want to give away that I know either. Uh, so you're going to just pretend like you spoke to you in a language you have no idea what the hell he said? Fucking helps. Sure. Because he wasn't giving me anything else anyway. So yeah, just like kind of brush him off and keep walking. Okay. All right, so it didn't work. That's it. Okay. Walk away. Yeah, I, I guess that's what we got for the moment. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I, 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 I've got. I, I've got nothing I can contribute here except sure. for trying to look as poker faced as possible. Because I'm we, a huge robot. Are we in a land where spirits and ghosts and things like that are believed in? Yeah, they are real. Oh, okay. you haven't played Dungeons and Dragons before this. No. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is, all of that is real. That is very no, real. No, 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 no. So what about, Every world ha- is different on standards for that. So, so. what about? What about you two just walking down the hall like your guard pair and us two invisible ones like just peeking into doors because we're invisible. And if there's nothing in there, then we just shut it like it was a ghost. And then we just move on with life. Not opposed. Yeah. We got to find fire tonight. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. I mean. Go for it. Okay, so what that you end up in yeah. involved in So what we but... should do is go to an end of a hallway or something and do a nice sharp about face and keep walking back the other way yes. and make it yes. look like we're a patrol while they do their yes, s- yes. sure. So there's three doors? Three doors. Uh, and we've gone all the way down past the doors, right? No, you're kind we of went... like, I would say you're in the middle. Like, well, we went to talk right? to the gardener. Yeah, that was to your left, though. So okay, like you're just okay. kind of like you can pick whatever door one two or three and there was no outlet from the garden that was just a no it was just like, an it's, end. it's like it's yeah. almost like a, almost like a like a second floor greenhouse almost okay. because it's enclosed uh, in glass all right so we're back in the hallway with three doors yes okay one being the closest one to us because that's how I numbered it on my map that I'm drawing I would say you're you're in the middle so you're closest to two okay let's go all the way to three and then work our way back okay. 
So they pretend like they're patrolling yes. up. There doesn't appear to be any interruptions. You guys go to door number three and you push it open. No, we don't push it open. We sort of maybe, maybe like, like wobbly open it until we can see in. Like making it look like it might be like a a draft ooh, or yeah, something sure, something like that. It's not like we're flinging it open so much that our both of our heads can see in. If it's empty or looks harmless, we can open it more. It opens into you can when you peek in, it looks like an empty guest room. Okay. There is a small fireplace in here, a well-made bed lit. with fine linens, yes, lit. Um there is a small table with two chairs uh and a candle like a silvered candlestick on top. All right. Too austere for the baron. Move right. on. Yeah, let's try door number 2. Uh, you we don't close that door. Yeah, no. uh, you creak it open ever so slightly, and yep. you see uh, what appears to be a nobleman naked, with a uh, what appears to be a woman of the night in the bed, and they are getting it on. The Baron? No, just we, some un like nondescript noble. We move on as quickly as possible. Again, another guest room, very similar to the last. Uh, they did not notice you. They rolled a two for their perception. Awesome. They're a little busy. Balls They're a little deep. busy. Little Steady <laughs> fucking. Yeah. So the, and door number one? Door number one, again, another oh, guest, guest room. room. Empty. So let's go back. All right. We're going back downstairs. We're going back we're downstairs. Going back, right. We're going back downstairs. Now, Wait, we, there's more up here, though. There's more up here. There's, uh, there's The hallway oh. stops after that 50 feet and then goes to the right. 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 Oh. So we're now going past the gardener. Yes. You are leaving this sort of hallway area yeah. where the guest rooms and the. So we're going past are. door number three. Correct. Correct. Yes. Turning to the right. Turning Correct. to the right. It's the way it could go. All right. And there's three. I'm oh, sorry, you didn't tell us. I didn't say anything yeah, about yeah, that. Sorry. So you well, round the corner. Us. Yeah, we start patrolling that hallway. Uh, you it, it, this this hallway this hallway kind of opens up a bit. It goes down hundred feet, and you see it opens up actually into this um, like a balcony that looks over a grand staircase. There are. Um, two two like path like two little pathways with railings that go um, to the to the right that you know go to where the mouth of this staircase that leads down into the main hall of this keep mansion uh, carpeted floors the guards are about fifty feet down at this point and um, you know walking along this balcony straight ahead just still patrolling with their backs to you and there appears to be. Um, you know, all the way at the end, another hall that curves to the right. But then there's also this grand staircase, and you know, and you can kind of look down off the balcony down to the main level. So it's like massive hall, huge vaulted ceilings, giant chandelier hangs over the great hall. This is it. There's no, there's nothing in the hallway. It's, yeah, that grand staircase kind of reaches a platform and then two sets of stairs go up from either side to reach these two balcony um, these like two bel- like these landings essentially, um, that with the railings that lead to this this balcony area that you're on. There just doesn't, doesn't appear to be anything over there. Um, there's no doors or anything like that. It's just sort of like a really well decorated like like I mean this is like the foyer of foyers. It's like the grand hall, like the reception or like you know like this main entrance area. All well, that feels like we're on the right track. And again, that hallway, that that this this is, this balcony goes all the way across the back hall. to another hallway. Okay, would it make sense for them to 
do their guard routine, take another lap back, and for us to to explore a little bit further, just a little bit further. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll yeah. bounce back and make another. You lap. guys take another lap back, and Hoblin and I are going to explore a little bit further. Okay. So you guys kind of get a little bit behind the guards. They round the next corner. This one in this hallway, you see there are another set of three doors now to your right because it's kind of mirrored. To your left, there appears to be instead of like a garden, there's actually what appears to be like a ballroom. Um, again, in, in a glass enclosure, sort of suspended. Um, you know, well, you, you would assume you can't really tell like what's below it, but there's it's like a second floor ballroom. There uh, appears to be a very small, not too not super populated cocktail party going on in there. A few people of what appear to be wealth are hanging out, drinking, listening to music. You know, and talking and drinking and socializing or whatever. It just seems to be sort of like the well-to-do folks of society all hanging out in here. Uh, the Baron does not appear to be in the audience. Um, I would say there's maybe only about 15 or so people, like uh, noble men and women in here, socializing. Um, the guards entered the ballroom. And at the end of the hallway, because you can see past them now, there is another set of stairs going up. Do you guys want to check out those rooms first, and we'll continue to act like guards? It's up to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Might as well. Door number one. Is? A guest room. Empty. Empty. But there, 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 there appear to be like, uh, like chests full of clothes in here, like someone is staying the night, but they're not in the room. Is there any gold in there? Ooh. Are you entering the room fully? Don't worry <laughs> no. about it. Yeah, no. Never mind. Okay. Another stern grab on your shoulder. Okay. Door number two. Again, Careful. another guest room. Empty, but with um, there appears to be a chest, like, like a couple of chests, like, almost like it's like like suitcases, but like you know medieval suitcases, so to speak. You know, like, like overnight, ca- uh, like chests full of clothes. They're open, like you know, there's there's there appear to be like you know male and female clothes in here. Um, you know, someone's spending the night. I whisper right. to you. Door number three. Let's cut our losses. We don't need to go into door number three. Do you really want bear? to go? Door number three. Yeah. Janitor's closet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. The Baron could have been doing a hooker in there. All right. So um, we head back to the grand. Why would I do a hooker in a janitor's closet? At this point, we I'm going to say down. that 15 minutes have passed. We should go back down, grab these two, and head back up with some fake yards. Yeah. So we've only got a couple of minutes before the alarm is raised from down yeah. below. Let's get these guys. We go down, we get these guys, and we go back through the ballroom, up the other stairs. Oh, past the ballroom. Past the ballroom. Yeah, up and up the, the stairs. stairs. Okay. This set of stairs goes up, and at the top of the stairs, there is a closed door. Does this uh, that foyer and these stairs? Did they wind up looking familiar to us at all, or did we meet with the Baron in a different? Part you of the met house? with the Baron on the first floor in a conference room. Okay, so none of this is familiar to you at all. All right, just wanted to double check on that. Shit. Yeah, because we kind of when we first came in, I think we kind of yada yada our way to the room. Yeah, we yada yada. I mean, like I told you, he took you through a room and to another hallway into yeah. another room, but it was all in the first floor, and then you guys waited for a bit before the Baron arrived. Yeah. This is not this is not a part of the mansion that you are familiar, yeah, with. familiar with. Yeah. Well, don't you think he's behind this door? <coughs> he, I mean, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. Right. 
He so. both is and is not behind this door until we open it and find out. Uh, Schrodinger's door. <laughs> is the Baron now a cat? All right. No, uh, he's a quantum state. <laughs> the cat was a metaphor. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> wow. So, I, I, yeah. Wait. Uh, are the invisible two going <laughs> to open the door or the guards? <laughs> it's been working out, the invisible two, because then if it's something weird, we can just shut it and at least you guys can like, turn around and we can, you know. Sure. Act normal. Guess, yeah. Real quick. So the, the, the door is literally the top of the stairs. Yeah, it's like maybe like a small like platform. Like so do we want to stay at the just... bottom of the stairs while they... We ghosted mm-hmm. open. It, it did a same, similar thing where it was like, you know, it went up 10 feet, platform, turned around, up 10 feet, oh, small I see. platform, door. So we'll stay at the platform. Yeah. The 180 platform. Sure. While they go up the rest yeah. of the way. Okay, who's trying to open the door? Hoblet. Okay, it is locked. Uh, you know what he wants to do. So I kind of – well, I guess I wouldn't because we just grabbed clothes out of the out of the thing, right? I don't really – we don't have any keys or anything on us. Oh, no. We took the the, the stuff off the two guards. Can you press to digitize a key? I checked to see if key? there's any like, keys or anything in my uniform. Can you just press to digitize a key? It I don't think work. it works like, it's that way. Image. It's not oh, okay, okay. a solid yeah, It object. would be too brokenly powerful if you could just yeah. – um, No, you do keys. not have any keys in your possession. Hoblet also looks on his person to see if he has any keys. You are the exact same you were before, except invisible. So, so I don't no. have any keys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just you making literally sure. Were the same. It's exactly what Hoblet would do, though. Yeah. But you, can't, but you can't see him try anyways, so. I take out my music box. Uh-huh. And let it go. It's playing a little song outside of the door. Okay. Oh, I didn't even think of Interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. So the music box plays. And it is invisible. It is not because you have Damn set it. it down. Right. Fuck. That's okay, though, because it'll so, still. So there's just a music box sitting in front of the door where these two guards are standing. And you guys get out of the, the, out of the, field the song you. plays for a few moments. There doesn't appear to be any reaction, but after a few moments, you can hear a few footsteps walking towards the door. Are you guys. Are you, are you guys, like, meaning like Quinn and. Zero. Are you still standing right by the door? I thought in front we of the were music box. No, down no, halfway. We're, we're down on the the on platform. The platform yeah. Are you still looking up the stairs, or are you like out of sight? Are you like? Do we hear these footsteps coming? Yes. Uh, you know what? Make perception. Perception oh, checks. Yeah. The two of you. I mean, I, I, no, stop. You do because they told you. If even if you don't, they told you. To, you know. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I would say we. Maybe round the corner and kind of hide on the other side of the stairs. Sure. After a few moments, and you I hear, put the yeah, music box yeah. before the footsteps. I put it in the sort of like six or seven steps. How many steps of this span of staircase are there? I don't know. Let's say there's like ten stairs. Okay. Why? This is it is on the f- fifth step down. So okay. Round halfway down. Okay. Uh, eventually, you hear. You know, a, a click as the door is unlatched, and um, a guard, kind of armed with a truncheon and wearing um, a breastplate, like opens it up and kind of is looking around. And he sees a, like a music box, like sitting on the stair, like making noise, but no one in sight. Okay, while he's and he starts walking down to inspect this music right. box. We're gonna dip in behind him and see what's going on in the room. Okay, this opens up into a large parlor. There is a pool table. There is a fireplace, several couches, um, a bookshelves, leather-bound, made with many leather-bound books made of mahogany. <laughs> and um, 
Wait, the books themselves are no, made of mahogany? No, the bookshelves. <laughs> Grammar. <laughs> These are mahogany books, yes. They're all, yes, they are bound in mahogany wow. and leather. That's ballers. Yeah. Fuck. And, uh,. <laughs> possible yeah there's uh, a couple like small braziers in here you know like lit you know it's very well very well lit in here and there behind the, the, the fire behind the fireplace there appears to be another small hallway that kind of like kind of goes just goes behind him and there's a door back there and then a few other doors um no one else is in the room um there appear to be well you you fully entered right you fully entered yeah, uh, we've, yeah. we've yeah, yes, we've you do fully enter. Yeah, you're not just full penetration. Okay, right. okay. <laughs> full yeah. penetration. Rex, Double penetration. Rex sits atop one of the couches reading a book, and there are, are two other guards in here. No Baron. No Baron. But there is there also appears to be a large writing desk, and like I said, there is a door behind the fireplace, like in that like, like a little like section. It's like a two sided fireplace, you know what I'm saying? And then on the opposite side. Because you guys are entering oh, okay. it from one side. Okay. From you're entering from one side. On the opposite side, there are also several doors. About three Shit three doors. Sandwich. I mean, it's on you and me right now because they're at the bottom of the stairs. I think we should slip back out of here. I think you're right. I think we should slip back out of here before. Yeah, he but now I don't want to do that anymore. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know that there's doors at the other end of the hallway. Rex puts the book down and looks behind him as he hears some voices. Talking to yeah, each other. I don't know why you guys are talking. <laughs> and he says, and he like snaps his fingers. Nobody like, actually spoke. You guys are talking to each other. You guys other. are literally talking to I each other. I said, I'm going to slip up. And he says, boys, check it out. And they walk over to you guys. Like, like walking in the general direction of where you're making like sounds. I put my hand on Hoblet's shoulder and I sort of. Push me towards the open door. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hoblet begrudgingly is just sort of following Peridot's lead at this Both point. Both of you make stealth checks right now. 21. You're at disadvantage, by the way, Hoblet, still. No, <laughs> I'm not forgetting. You guys aren't getting in a pass anymore. Four. So the clinking of Hoblet's armor is definitely audible. Jesus. So one of the guys takes his tru- his truncheon and just swings it at disadvantage because he doesn't know where you are uh, in your general direction. And we'll get a 16 against your AC. It doesn't... No. It doesn't hurt you, but it glances off your armor. Can't see you still, uh, but he felt... He felt the... Uh, you know, it hit your armor. Did that make an audible noise, by it the way? It sure did. It's go time. And we're okay. going... Here oh. we fucking go, guys. <laughs> oh. I will allow... I will allow Zero and Quinn one surprise action each before we roll initiative. All you can see, though, is the one guard on the stairs looking at the music box, now turning his head because he heard a clang of uh, something Put him metal. down, boys. Yep, we're, I'm trank shooting this guy. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I still got two rounds left, so he's getting one of them. That is probably not going to hit with a nine against AC. Nope, it actually sails right past him and sticks into the wall in the room. Quinn, are you doing anything or else we're rolling initiative? Yeah. Um, I don't get a surprise action. You are I'm pushing invisible. Hoblet out of the room. Oh, fuck. Right. 
Okay. Can I see the other guards? You can only see the one only guard. The one, right? Okay. That's on the uh, stairs because so you guys are at the bottom of the stairs or um, the bottom of that platform. Sorry, I'm so clumsy, guys. That's cool. It's all right. This We're had committed now. This was the inevitable. I'm surprised we got this far. Yes. Without anything happening. <laughs> I will. Yeah, that um, was actually pretty good. <laughs> me too, to be honest. He's already seen you shoot at him, right? Yes. So I we're, will just, we're fully Yeah, all right. Now. So I'll shoot my short bow at him. I'm so happy I got to use my music box. <laughs> Six, 16? 16, Mesh's armor class. And success? Yes. So he will take... Four. Okay. Uh, the arrow lodges into um, part of the armor, but does pierce his flesh. And we're going to roll initiative right now. Hoblet. Three. Quinn. 21. Zero. Fuck off, Quinn. Four. Peridil. Matching four. <laughs> Roll off. Roll off. Do it. One. <laughs> Get it out of the way. 13. Yeah. Okay. Both pretty unlucky. <laughs> Not a good omen. It's okay. Everything's going to be fine. Or we're going to get total party killed, and it's going to be a really fun adventure for whoever has to write the uh, story after that. Okay. Quinn, it is your turn. Right now, all still, all you can see is the one guard you just hit with your short bow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Uh-huh. On him? Uh, yep. Um, he has to make a save, or do you... He makes roll? a wisdom save. Okay. He gets a just a fourteen. I believe that succeeds. What's your DC? Thirteen. Yeah, okay. he passes. Damn it. So eight thirteen, he takes six damage. Okay. Uh he's not looking so good. He's like his like head is just racking in pain, but he's okay. Uh, now how far away is he? He's like five feet from you. Oh. So if I try to bolt up the stairs, he gets a attack of opportunity. Correct? Sure does. So I'll stay right. Okay, they're going to act. Guy on the stairs is going to go ahead and just swing a truncheon at you. At me? Yep. Great. Uh, he's going to get a 19 against your AC. Yep, that succeeds. Uh, five slashing damage. And, you, you know, you can hear like him start shouting. He's like, we got some intruder in here! And the three guys and Rex in the room are going to just blindly try to attack the two invisible dudes in the room because that's all they know about right now. Um, so we'll say guard that attacked Hobbler is going to try again at disadvantage, but he's going to get a 19 against your AC. At disadvantage, he got a 19? He rolled a nat 14 and a nat 16. I mean, I suppose that's a hit. Yeah, that's a hit. And your invisibility is broken. And you're going to take five slashing damage. Number two is going to attack Hoblet because you can see him now. Well, number three, technically. Really. Uh, that's only going to be a 13 against your AC, so no. that clangs off. The guy number three, last guy beside, before Rex, is going to swing at you also. Misses. Now, um, Rex. Why can he see Hoblet? Because his, his, his invisibility is broken because he got hit. Aren't those attacks this all resolving at the same the spell time? ends when the target attacks or casts a spell okay so if he attacks or casts a spell, so they were do loses. so even a disadvantage then i mean the other guys missed so he's still invisible but the guy they're still just aiming now generally for where they saw a spurt of blood right fly right. out Fair enough. all right rex 
is going to um in a he's going to kind of step in between two of the guards who are swinging at your invisible guys and he's going to put out a hand and you're going to see a dazzling array of flashing colored lights springing from his hand jesus um so 32 hit points of creatures can be affected oh is any do either of you have 32 or less hit points well, I have less. Okay. So you are effectively blinded for one round. I have exactly 32 hit points. Yeah, but it can only affect a total of... It's kind of okay. like how sleep only affects a total number of hit points. So it'll start at the lowest and then yeah. build up from but, there. So wait, you have exactly 32. How many do you have? Tw- I took a hit, so I have... 27 okay, creature with the lowest hit points so right. you are so blinded. what happens is he, it uses up 27 of those points of hit points so he only has five more hit points that he can affect right and because none of us have only five so you are us. blinded which means that all of your attack rolls have disadvantage and you automatically fail any ability check that requires sight and for one round for one round well you know so we this obscured one. his vision now he obscured yours hoblet what are you doing you're blind now yeah Allegedly. I am going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay. Against? Rex. Okay. He has to make a save. Right. That's your way around it. Right. Your visibility (laughs) is broken. He fails the save. Bitchin'. So he's going to take eight radiant damage. Sounds good. Is that 1d8 plus anything or is it straight 1d8? Just 1d8. I just have 1d8 radiant radiant damage. Uh, strong work and your invisibility is broken and now they see um little hoblet and you can see you see rex like smirk he's like so you wouldn't take the deal huh big mistake how does rex know who we are he was in the room oh yeah he was in the room you met him before the baron what are you doing um i'm gonna take out lorraine i'm gonna make a precision attack against uh rex well, you can choose to do a precision attack if you miss. Okay. Like, you don't have to, like, do it now. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't like your roll, then you can add the thing. That's a good idea. <laughs> but go for it. Attack him with okay. Lorraine. Uh, I'm going to attack him with Lorraine. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... That's a... Whatever. It's definitely going to be a miss. Yeah, it's a 10. And I'm going to... Do you want to use your superiority dice? Do I choose now? Up? You have to choose before I tell you if it hits or not. Yeah, I'm going to definitely use it. Okay, so add um, your superiority die to the total. Yeah. Okay, so that's an additional 8 to that 10. That's an 18. That hits. Okay. Nice job. Nice. Do damage for that. That's a 10. Ooh, good hit. Yeah, he he's bloody. That one slashes him right across the chest. Can Who's I still make... Uh, that's on Rex. That's on Rex. Yeah, he's he's hurting real Can bad. I still make an offhand attack with Titan? Sure can. Offhand attack with the Titan. <laughs> All right, that's a, that's a nine. No. Okay, uh, and your invisibility is also broken. Zero. Zero uh, pulls out the big cannon mm-hmm. and holding it about waist height, um, advances up in close on this guy and shoots on his way in. Okay. It doesn't matter how close he is when he shoots. Yep, just it don't matter it. no more. Because you have the crossbow expert feet, right? Yeah. And it's going to be a mess. Okay. 
It's a six. And unfortunately, or I'm sorry, an eight against AC. We're at time for this episode. I really want to finish this. I know you do. Isn't that sad? And this time, everybody, I am going to write down the conditions that everybody is suffering, as well as, you know, the just the general goings on of what's happening here. So I don't forget the fact that, like, for example, you had somebody feared last time, and I didn't even think about that. So this has been a very thrilling episode of The Hapless Heroes. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait till next. I hate ending an episode in combat, but it happens sometimes, you know. Got to keep these to a reasonable time. Um, I'm Francesco, your host and DM, and we're going to have to wait till next week to find out uh, the fate if everybody of lives. our hapless heroes as they've just blundered their way into combat. We did okay! Yeah, so, <laughs> so far. We, we have yet... No, we yeah. didn't do well at all. Oh, so, and... You couldn't have simulated this better than no. that. This was really good. Though. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, you know, we've been having an absolute blast listening to this show. A uh, quick shout out to our boy, uh, Andrew B. That's at YTDB on Twitter. Um, you know, he's been hitting us up, really loving the show. Just, you know, telling us to keep up the LOLs. So I hope we've been doing you proud, Andrew B. You my boy, Drew. And um, he prefers Andy. uh yeah so thank you for listening to the show and thank you to everybody else out there who you know is listening whether or not you hit us up but hey if you want to hit us up we're you know on twitter at hapless heroes uh we can also find us on facebook uh we have a patreon page it's uh just go to patreon.com and find search hapless heroes you can find us if you want to donate some of your hard-earned dollars to these fine gentlemen here so we can buy pizza every week it's weird that i'm I went on right when the podcast came out and gave us a five-star review on iTunes, and it, we still only have one review at five stars. Uh, we have six, actually. So thank oh, you to the other five what? people Good. that left us wonderful five-star reviews. Um, and, and yeah, if you can also leave us a five-star review on we iTunes. We could get to you... double digits maybe by next time. And, you know, and that helps us get more visibility. You know, like the more good reviews like that we get the higher up on like the the listings for dnd right. podcasts we go so like you know every little bit helps if you really like the show like you know take a moment and let us know that like you really love it um we love you yeah because we sure we sure as hell love you if you listen and we love you <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, so without further ado i'm going to go ahead and sign off our party for the week uh to my left we have james playing hoblet evening we have Mike playing Quinn. I want to do some more fighting. We have Dave playing Zero. MC Best C. And we have Zach playing Peridot. We're going to just fuck ourselves even further next week, aren't we? <laughs> and once again, penetrate. <laughs> I am Francesco, your host and DM. Thank you for listening, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>